PKN 303. What's new, gang? And we go again. Got a haircut. Looking. Looks good. Yeah, got to look clean. It feels better. My hair is, uh, I, it blows me away that this doesn't bother girls. My hair is like uh, a heat retention problem. And, and like all day long, I just feel like a, a pressure and a warmth that I don't like. I would, I think I'd enjoy being bald. And uh, from your, uh, from your length hair, you feel a pressure and a heat. I swear I do. Yeah. That's insane. It's like wearing a hat. And uh, I've never heard Jackie or Hope complain about this thing or any girls in general who have just like a lot more hair going on than I do. But when I get it cut and I can feel like the slightest amount of breeze going in between things, it, my whole mood is lifted. Like I'm, I'm, I'm meant to have short hair. Speaking of giving yourself haircuts, although you didn't give yourself one, I was trimming up my pubic area with a razor today. <laughs> Tell me and more. And I, I nicked my scrotum. I think worse than I ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And I was because like, you know, those things that you do where it's just like, I've done this a million billion times. You just get like off into the weeds thing. I think I was thinking about like what new guns I wanted in Red Dead Redemption or something. And then I just just got my nutsack and I was like right about to take a shower. I knew the cut was bad when I saw semen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was just blood, but it was one of those like cuts. Where you know anywhere on your arm, nutsack, apparently anywhere, where like you cut yourself and there's a couple seconds afterward where you're like, oh, oh, thank goodness, I thought I cut myself, and then it starts bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And then I had to do like a, because I wanted to rinse off my my bloody nutsack, and so I was like having <laughs> to turn into the shower, but it stings really bad, and so I'm like, to turn around to the side, hit on my back, then turn around again, and so I put some neosporin down there and i think we're gonna be i'm, I'm definitely not having sex for the next couple of days you know what i've been doing instead of shaving nair nair down there you gotta be careful all right you gotta that be was careful. dangerous there is a time window between nothing's happening and oh my god oh my god what have i done and that time <laughs> window is about eight seconds all right so you takes a little practice all right you know the first time you're gonna come out early. This yeah, is like a John McAfee drug prescription. Yes, <laughs> there's a prescription. Yes. for me a little bit more. You're saying it starts to burn like icy hot, or you have to wipe oh, it off with it within eight hot. seconds. I don't know. Aren't you no, adorable? No, it burns like drain cleaner because that's closer to what it is. <laughs> and what does it do? It melts the hair. The hair just scrapes away like so, with a washcloth. Kyle, I was under the impression that you shaved with Nair. Is that not how it oh, works? Oh no, Nair is this. You, it it comes out like a in, a in a little pump. I got nair for men. Is it like a shampoo consistency? More like lotion. More like lotion. Very thick. Very thick. Um, like like if you put it on your hand and turn your hand upside down, nothing would happen. Oh, you know uh, what? I did use this once when I was like fifteen at a friend's house who had sisters. I saw it and I was peeing in the bathroom, and I was like, "There's no way this shit really works." And I put some on my arm. It didn't burn, but I like I took a piece of toilet paper and wiped, and like all the hair in that area just came right up. Comes right off. So yeah, it, it comes off perfectly, uh, perfectly even. You don't get any ingrown hairs, which every now and then I get an in- ingrown hair like on my gooch, and it'll just go. Mm. It'll just progress to a scary place where where it's just very painful. <laughs> it's not a great down book. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, almost like like marble. It'll it's get like a BB. Like, yeah. like an ingrown hair, just 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 scary town, just very painful. So I switched to Nair, and you've got to be careful. Like I said, you put it on, do a few test runs, right? You put it on for 60 seconds, then you quickly scrub it off in the shower. Maybe you didn't get any of the hair, but you also didn't burn yourself. We'll mm-hmm. try again tomorrow, mm-hmm. 90 seconds, right? What you don't do 
It's what I did. And you just put it on for five minutes and it's gone. It's gone. Oh, God, it's gone and more. But I'm smooth as fuck. What happened it's, to your, your dick and balls and everything? Like oh, your, it burned. Whole area. It burned real bad. It was well, I mean, like the, burned. the skin itself. Was it like, oh, man, I'm not fucking or doing anything for the next few days because I'm tender, just, like sunburned. I, just neos, just covered everything in neosporin like I was a goddamn burn victim. And I, I, I think you heal really quickly around your genitals and your face and places like that. So like 36 hours later, I, I was okay. But it burned real bad. But it's so, excellent for like removing hair. What did you go with? Do you have like a racing stripe above your dick? Do you have a, a, a downward pointing arrow? I was just getting the undercarriage, really. I was mm. just getting mostly the balls and like 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 some inner thigh hair and just getting that whole area just nice and slick. You know what? I'd like to do that. Just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You should I mean, but you won't get any ingrown hairs. That's the real bonus because like I bet if you shaved your chest and like things went bad, it could be like all pimply and grow and like painful for for a month. I'm sure but I've never shaved my chest. It seems like a bad idea. Tell me if I'm right about this. The, the perceived bonus I have in my head is that it doesn't grow back stubbly, right? Like fresh shave is pretty good, and I would even call like five days after shave to be a pretty good scenario. But somewhere in the middle, it's stubble, and that's the mm -hmm. worst. You don't want to be there. Does Nair completely avoid that and it grows back as like baby hair, like your first whiskers? No. This is melting the hair off at the top of the skin, just oh. like a razor would do, but without scraping the top layer of your skin with a razor blade and causing ingrown hairs and infections. So it grows back stubbly, just like a razor. It does grow back stubbly, mm -hmm. but it takes longer to grow back. Well, then I'm going to stick with plucking the them. <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> oh, you don't spend it six hours days, in the shower but... with tweezers. <laughs> Isn't that what electrolysis is? They like yes. individually zip zap every single air follicle. It's like a big pair of tweezers with an electric wire running out of it back to a machine, and they grab each individual hair, zap the root. I suppose cauterizing it with that mm -hmm. current, and then doink, pulling it Have out. Have you ever done it? No, it's permanent, expensive, and painful. You know, it'd be fun is to like knock somebody out and, and as a prank do that to one of their eyebrows. I don't think it's totally permanent. Like, like for example, you didn't think you could drink your own urine, and <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I've been drinking nothing but urine since Thursday. Who's who's the fool now? All you right. Know what's funny? I remember <laughs> us fighting about urine, and for the life of me, I have no idea what side I took. <laughs> the correct side that you can drink all you want and oh, it oh. tastes good so okay and i stand by that <laughs> over time like I, i'm gonna grab some long period of time over the course of four years i think kyle every hair on your head will fall out and be replaced by fresh ones right like there's kind of a shedding that that like never stops so i, I think and, I, and, I, and this is based on nothing <laughs> that if i were to someone were to electrolysis your entire head Four or five years from now, or maybe less, you wouldn't be able to tell. But see, so you're missing out on the part that mm -hmm. electrolysis isn't just plucking the hair. It's electrocuting the root and killing it. So when a hair falls out, you're not developing a whole fresh new root and follicle? That, that same one is generating... You, you are, but like it's not killing the, the fucking the hole that creates the hair. I don't know what, the, what that thing's called. I thought that the, was a follicle, but I'm outside my depth here. That's I don't, the follicle. Okay. The hole that the hair comes out of is a follicle? Yeah. See, uh, now, we're uh, hair now, now we're on to Google. I just, I just... It's definitely a follicle. What other hair-related words do you know? Gel, <laughs> combs, uh, 
Great clips. Okay. Yeah, it's a small secretory cavity, sac, or gland. Okay. I knew it, dude. Or it, if we're talking botany, it's a dry fruit that is derived from, <laughs> from single carpal and opens. All right. Yeah. Is I'm, electrolysis permanent? That's what we really want. I'm not. I, I see. I, I have a little thing pointing to the follicle, and it points to the the hair vagina, <laughs> but I don't know for sure. Like what it's referring to is that that part of it or permanent it destroys the growth cells of the hair follicle preventing treated hairs from ever coming back yeah that shit would be a ripoff if it came back according to electrology.com they would know S sounds reputable right yeah no more hair well i mean that's probably just as there's no way nair is good for you burning I'm off your hair like how, how's that good for your skin Probably well, I guess you would know. You put it all over your your dick and balls and gooch. A moisture, you know, Neosporin, and then you know my regular moisturization procedures. Do you regularly the, use Neosporin as just ooh. a regular lotion? I use it when I shave, um, always to to keep uh, ingrown hairs from happening and like razor burn. I don't get really bad ingrown hairs. I for do. The most part, I'm, I'm fortunate. I've, I've the couple I've had. Have you ever like had the kind where, like, mm -hmm. the hair starts to grow and it like grows back immediately into itself which i guess in, instead of like but it's above the skin not below the skin like so you can see like a little arch oh yeah a little arch yep i've had that i've had I've... that and i remember like that one of those i had like on my knee or something. i don't remember where it was somewhere on my leg and at one point like i just noticed it it wasn't bothering me and i'm like what the fuck and i like took a little little pin like or a bent a paper clip to like stick it under the hoop and like pull it up and then just like three times the length of the curled hair is just kinked up, you know, dark black hair. And I was like, yeah. man, that's gross. I've had ingrown hairs where they never made it back out of the follicle. And uh, they were just doing like Arby's curly fries yeah. <laughs> under the skin and getting all infected in there. So it's like a pimple and it got really big. I don't remember where it was. Again, it's, it's weird that I can't, but I remember, pop I know I got one like under my chin once, Ooh, that sucks. Like, like down here, like, like neck shaving area. And when I finally popped it, it was a ton of pus and that whole curly Q hair came out and it was literally probably two and a half inches long, like not exaggerating. <laughs> That's a disgust. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super gross. I looked into oh. electrolysis a little bit because I, I guess I was just slow to be convinced I was wrong. I think I was wrong, but um, uh, it can cause discoloration if you do it wrong, which... Because I was like, if this is permanent, why don't all those chicks with like little mustaches, or sometimes they have hints of mustaches mm. on the side, why don't they yeah. do that? It seems like for $85, they, they have a lifetime solution. Wait, hair of the or the skin discoloration? Like it'll give you a different color hair and it won't work? Or it's skin. like, oh, now you got red patches on your skin now. Yeah, okay. now you fucked your upper lip. That's troublesome. It, yeah, so I don't know how common those problems are, but it would give me pause. You see those ladies who tattoo their makeup on? Yes, and I'm yes. worried that you go. You you better be sure of that look. There's some chick who got her ma makeup tattooed on in the '80s, and it is not working these days. <laughs> no, there there was a, an online, you know, the the meme pictures of it. This Hispanic woman who was clearly very excited the day she took the photo for what she wanted her eyebrows to look like forever, and like. She, she just she looks like an absolute loon, just constantly walking around there. But <laughs> like, like the eyes aren't aren't open. Yeah, they're like this. She looks but the eyes aren't Taylor. open enough. It's just just. <laughs> sorry about your son. <laughs> just all throughout life. You know, I didn't even think head. about it. What it, my eyebrows 
kind of it, I feel like I have eyebrow balding, right? <laughs> like if, I would lend you some. I'd give you some. I, look at this is trimmed. Look at my eyebrows. No, I can't see them without glasses, but I I, I presume they stop like halfway above my eyes. They get they stop blonde, halfway, right? Mm -hmm. I either need to dye these bitches, or what if I just tattooed the underside a little bit to get some? You know, you, I'm, I'm saying you should go straight to the tattoo. <laughs> I, I, straight, because right now you got like the Hitler mustache of eyebrows. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> 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 oh, poor audio listeners. This is good. See, shit. mine, mine is like sometimes I'll be looking in the mirror and I'm like. There's no way eyebrows are supposed to go that far down. It's like someone drew these on. Look at that cartoon character. <laughs> it is, and like I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's part of getting. I mean, I'm not like I'm, I'm not even thirty yet. Well, I will be in less than a year. But like my eyebrows, I like the actual hairs in my eyebrows. I'm finding some remarkably long ones now. Where like I'll yeah. go like this. Yeah, you yoink those, and it's just like half an inch. Half an inch yeah. long is huge in eyebrow terms. I started plucking those after one time my barber like took a comb and put it on my eyebrow and went Nink! with the little uh, like like um, beard buzzer thing and I was like, "Well, you didn't even ask." He's like, "Oh, you wanted it. You want believe me, believe me. You're it's this is better." He just trimmed my eyebrows like like lickety split with a, yeah. a comb and a fucking uh, trimmer. I've but, had that uh, done too. They I do have. what you're describing, like where you push them up and then you can find the big ones and then doink, just get them out of there. I got two blonde ones. Or not blonde, I guess like clear, you know, like those fucked up hairs that just never became a full hair. Yeah. Two of those over here that get really long, but it's not cool. I have one long eyebrow. My wife calls it my horn. And even if you pluck it, it comes back. And I just imagine you leaning in to kiss and it pokes her right in her <laughs> eyeball. <laughs> Colin has a thing. It's it's kind of frustrating. If you have an imperfection, like my father had a skin tag at one point. Everyone gets a pimple here and there or my horn. And uh, he wants to fix it for you, you know, like you to try to pull that baby off. It's like, no, no. Okay. First of all, we're at the mall and this is socially inappropriate. Second, <laughs> <laughs> second I, I want to choose how I handle my imperfections. I don't, I don't need Dr. Colin working on me. Guess what? I like the way it looks. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like your hair just grows straight out? I have one eyebrow, but eyebrow sounds like the collection. I'm talking about a, a hair that is the eyebrow. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't lay down. It, it kind of grows forward. And it seems like, I don't know, every six weeks or so, I give it a pluck this and she comes for, back. This is a while ago, but it was like a, a... We must have talked about eyebrows years and years ago on the podcast because I remember seeing like comments on their YouTube video. And it was like, damn, that little horn thing, that little spike has been eyebrow hair the whole time. I thought Taylor had a mole over his eye. It's like, no, it's just a bunch of hair that grows into a, a spike. As the camera and now gets this more and more HD, too. they can see what the scoop is. It is. And like, I, dude, my future is if I don't keep these eyebrows under control, I'm going to be one of those fucking maniac looking World War II veterans <laughs> talking yeah. about how about, you know, they're fighting the, the Tojos over there. And it's just a thicket. So your which eyebrows doesn't are getting a bit of a thicker with age. I've gone yeah, the my, other way. Very Taylor, thick. if we could combine forces, we'd be a handsome fuck. We couldn't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, I, I don't want to dox you. I'm careful. But what season is your birthday? Spring. 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 Yeah. So I, I just recently turned 29. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, it's it's really kind of the same. Yeah. Kind of the same. Yeah. It's, it's 28. <laughs> I imagine 30 is going to be like, oh, man, I feel like kind of a loser. And this is kind of sad because you know that all the years are going to be sprinting forward like faster. At 30, 
you know, because every for every year, every year goes by faster because you have a longer, you know, backlog to look back on as point of comparison. So like the fact that like I can tell years are going faster now in my late twenties versus when I was fourteen, it spooks me for the future. How fast are years going to be going when I'm fifty? When I'm sixty? I, I actually see a lot of um, parallels between your life and mine. And uh, you know, you start off. There's like this professional thing, etc. And you know, I pop on your Twitch stream now. There's 800 people. A year from now. I think you're in a different income bracket and you're 30 and you're like, this shit ain't so bad. Really? <laughs> you know that's, that's the fucking goal. Like I like glad you brought up Twitch. I'm loving Twitch. Thanks for the raid the other day. Um, I'm having a ton of fun with it. I'm, I'm pulling a lot more viewers than I thought I would for the most part. But like, you know, part of it, like the reason I'm throwing myself so far into it during this quarantine thing is like a little bit of a panic of like the lots of companies are going under, especially lots of mid to small size consumer products companies, especially premium brands that, you know, of which, you know, if all my clients drop me, I'm kind of fucked. And so I'm like, shit, bitch, this is a very, very likely scenario to happen in the, in the coming year, unless there's a big rebound in the economy. I sincerely hope there's a big rebound. I'm not banking on it though. And so like, if shit does go down, very distinct possibility. I'm Mr. Full-time internet Twitch guy in in a year because what the fuck else would I do if I got you know laid off or fired or whatever let go from from my clients like I'm gonna go out into that job market and try and get something Time to else shave that would, beard yeah. start parking those cars buddy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Taylor the hey oh, uh, hey enterprise remember me <laughs> <laughs> are you looking for a fake manager because I've been working on accents for five years now <laughs> I have two years of pretend manager under my belt. <laughs> I have two years, of, but I've been practicing in my off time. I got Carlos Mugumbo, uh, Asian dude. <laughs> like all kinds of management <laughs> staff here. The, I can why escalate to me. And why? Why were you not buy the insurance for the automobile? <laughs> like, this uh, is very uncomfortable. You're a white man. Clearly, why? Why do you say this to me? <laughs> the, par the parallels between us. I, I still see more. It's around. I don't know the end of. I'm making it a political. Mm. I don't mean to, but like the end of Bush, the beginning of Obama, that like recession. Yeah. Um, it's political this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I, maybe I could have said 2008 or nine, but anyway, um, uh, I had a diversified income at that same time. And Cisco was laying people off. I'm like raising my hand, but, but uh, it, it also felt good to know that like, if one of these things falls apart, there's still food on the table. Like diversified yeah. income is nice. And like, I have fun, like in the business world and everything, like it's really satisfying when you get a big win and you can tangibly see the results, but like, it's not nearly as fulfilling as doing this stuff, like podcasting with you guys and doing this and Twitch, like you get to set your own hours. You get to do your own shit. Like, I guess if you're a lazy bitch who doesn't want to do it that often, it could be hard, but like, you know, once you kind of put your mind to something. You, you okay, have some of this through. is hitting close to home. <laughs> I'm just kidding, the lazy bitch. No, thing. no. <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh, I had it. oh, but I think that the, the corporate experience you have adds to the story of who is Taylor. And I like that. Sure. You know, I, I think that's true with me, too. That uh, you know, if you had just hit social media success at 19 and never left your room, you'd be a different story than, than you are now. Yeah. So. yeah you had that T-Martin money. Weird. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, Team Hart and, and I were we we drove to Joliet together a couple times, talked about our big plans on YouTube. One of us 
really crushed it. I'll let you be the one to, to decide which one it was. And the other one played zombies over the same gameplay <laughs> over and over. And uh, no, Tw Twitch is so like, I wish I had started this years ago. It's just, I'd never watched this stuff for entertainment, but this is so much fucking easier than YouTube was. You just go, what am I going to do? I'm going to fuck around and be a cowboy and do silly voices and talk about how I'm going to rape the townspeople. And if they like say something mean to me, I'll just, what the fuck are you on about, bitch? I'll rape you. If you don't, like, bang, bang, kill people. You know, it's, it's a fun game. Is, is that That's what all the you game's do. about? That's what I'm making it about. <laughs> <laughs> there was a woman who fell off her horse and I went over there and I off, I, I opted to antagonize her. And she was like, help me, help me. I done fell off my horse. And I walk over and Arthur's like, first time riding, you dumb whore. She's, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't like that. That's not nice. You get the young man, you get this off the horse off of me right now or the authorities will hear about it. And I just go, that was the wrong move, ma'am. And <laughs> boom, <laughs> blow her, her head off. And, and then robbed her. But man, Red Dead is fun, man. But anyway, <laughs> that's what you do on Twitch. You just goof around. It's fun. Yeah, it's Cowboy GTA. Yeah, yeah, I still it's not up there with GTA for me yet because GTA's dialogue is so much funnier because it's meant to be funny. Mm -hmm. But Red Dead is still really good. You said you finished it or that you played it, Kyle? Because I know you have. I, I've never played it. I've watched a bunch of what? it. I've watched videos. Yeah, no. I've never played it. I've played it. Uh, you, buddy? No, 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 definitely not me. Oh, okay. No, I'm more of a Fallout uh, fan. That's the one. That's the RPG that I just put lifetimes of effort into just so many playthroughs of fallout new vegas and fallout 3 and even a little fallout 4 good bit of fallout 4 are any of those games still big or did that community kind of peter out after 76 sucked it's got a lot of nostalgia to it right now um 70 um i'm told that 76 is pretty good now well um, that they, they've really uh changed it a lot they've added a lot of npcs and uh, a lot a lot more dialogue and uh, that it's it's quite good now especially i bet especially if you oh it doesn't have mod support you have to buy their mods i think in any case i, I hear it's pretty good now but i would still opt to just play fallout new vegas because that's the best one what have you been doing for entertainment lately kyle i know you play a little tarkov but not a ton um i mean i was watching jo uh, jack ryan today that uh john krasinski show on amazon it's really good it's got bunk from um uh, the wire in it he's a he's a central character you know, the big, oh, I've seen maybe yeah, the I first like season. Yeah, second season's been out for quite some time. I've just I've been putting it off, but uh, I started on it yesterday, and I'm really digging it. It's really fucking good. Hmm. They're in uh, Venezuela. I'm watching a little wire. I'm playing a bunch of Tarkov, a bunch of Tarkov off stream, which was kind of where my joke with Taylor was like, "If you're a lazy oh. bitch and you don't stream." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh. uh yeah, I guess I level up. My Tarkov play style is kind of interesting. So I think most people, you put some money in their hand, they buy better kits, they do better in the game, they buy better kits, they do better game. I do a lot of budget runs. And if you put money in my hand, I invest in like the future. You know, my, my Bitcoin farm should have three GPUs, but I have uh, friends who are not even near having a Bitcoin farm. So they gave me seven more. They're like, what do you, you stick them in yours. They're just sitting in my <laughs> you know, junk box. Um, my scav box is going to be done in about 12 hours. And so I paid for it all. Uh, and soon I should be rolling in the passive income so I can lose kits and not have gear fear and stop running guns that make scavs blush. I'm very excited about the passive income I've got coming soon. Good. Yeah. That's a cool part of the game. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to play it. Uh, I, 
I don't know. I'm digging Tarkov. And you got talk. like what? Two months? Three months until the next wipe? No, next it'll wipe. be a very long time. Probably uh, it'll be a minimum of six months, but it could be a year. So yeah, I, this is just my second wipe. I don't have that many uh, wipes behind me. I'm told that Taylor would have been right a couple of years ago that they used to wipe like every two or three months, mm-hmm. but everyone seems to be longer, and we're at like six to seven months now. Yeah. Wipes are cool. Any game that has wipes, um, it, it really keeps it fresh. That's why I'm, that's one of the reasons Rust is the greatest game ever created, because you can get in seven day wipe cycles, at where you just grind for seven days. Like imagine like the hardest you've ever grinded at Tarkov, and I know you have, but it's all but it's you know it's gone in seven days, and so you're trying to like hit that peak performance level on day four, so you can ruin everybody else within sight. You know, but mm-hmm. there, there's a real technological um, curve in that game. So if by day four you have your AK-47s, your RPGs, and your C4, and your good armor, and there's multiple pieces mm-hmm. of it, it you've grinded so goddamn hard to get that in four days. Even if you've got four men working 12-hour shifts, you still might not get it unless you're really good at the game and lucky. And so, like, when, if you hit that day four, you've got everything. You just start ruining everybody else while they're asleep. Like, like four a.m., five a.m. I would set an alarm. I'd wake up and be like, "All right, boys, <laughs> everybody else would too." You'd see everybody come on Discord, blink, blink, mm-hmm. blink. Just four guys appear online at five a.m. in the morning who who have no business being up at five a.m. And I'm just like, "All right, yeah, what are you, you guys ready? <laughs> yeah, this is what we trained for." And we just two they've got these two-man helicopters in the game these gyrocopters and you know you got a pilot and a passenger and we load up all of our best gear as many rockets and explosives and our our best ak and our best armor gear and we'd have a a a target in mind that we've been scouting it for days we know the motherfuckers who live there we dislike them we've 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 threatened them probably they've threatened us plenty of times definitely because we're kind of assholes and we just land on top, right on top of their base, start blowing straight into it, and the t- the clock is running because audio in that game is incredible. Mm. So you you launch a rocket, they hear it miles away, and that's the biggest dinner bell that's ever been rung. Is when, <laughs> when an RPG goes off because the RP- each rocket is so valuable. Like the you have to mine. It depends on the the server, but like you might have had to mine for two hours to get one rocket one one explosive like grenade for your rocket launcher it might be two out two man hours well i got 40 of them on me like like, like we're, we're we're launching them like they're candy just blowing into their base and then you quickly have to take over their base by destroying their tool cupboard which is like the keys to the kingdom mm-hmm. and put your own tool cupboard down now you own everything that's there then you have to see that now you have building privilege you can build back and seal the base up mm-hmm. so that someone else can't come in like hyenas and take over your kill and they do. They try. They, when they hear that, the those bell. booms, yeah. they're coming to counter raid. Mm-hmm. You, when you finally get that thing sealed up and it's think, 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 you put the blocks in place, the steel or whatever, upgrade it all to armored. It's the biggest sigh of relief. And you hear four grown men start giggling as they look over all the treasures that are now ours. And the, <laughs> bodies, the next two days. The bodies of our enemies are right there. They're literally asleep. The bodies of our enemies. When you fall, when you when you log off, your character is still there. He just falls asleep. So he's laying there in his little bed, 
and you can kill him at your leisure with a jackhammer or a machete or something horrific. So when but they log back in, insult to injury to just leave them there alive, naked, and they wake up in an empty in room in their own base, so they yeah, can't see, get out. That's funny. We do that sometimes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like like they they've got doors and they have the door codes, but it doesn't matter. We blow their doors down, but we'll leave one door and they'll try to go out their door. They'll open their front door. And now there's just a wall. It'd be like if I went to your house and when you open your front door, there's just a brick wall right up, right up, right outside of it now. And they're just like, the f oh, oh no, oh no, <laughs> they really fucked us. That's called griefing. When so, you, when you don't just raid them upon? and rob them, you ruin them. Is it looked down upon or just like a fun part of the game? It's the a part game of every is, game. The game is so malicious and, and so mean spirited that it's very commonplace. It's I would say we did it 75% of the time. Yeah. I don't want Tarkov to get voice over IP. I don't either. Yeah, no. Rust it? has it. It's it's hurt my feelings before. You don't want it to get voice what? <laughs> yeah, so when you could talk to each other with your actual microphone, that oh, yeah. they, they they call it VoIP or voice over IP and uh like at its best where like, you know, there's a bad guy in Charlie sector, watch your six, whatever. Like that's the, that would be my dream of it. The reality, people playing that fucking Toto song, trolling, being idiots, running around with no gear that you could steal from them. Just probably not anybody being like racist or anything though, right? <laughs> no, uh, nothing like that. The, okay, I, I can't imagine God. gamers doing such a thing. No, it, 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 it'll ruin your stream too. Like, like there's plenty of right. people who will like rage oh, streamers. That's a good point. Well, they would, they would also, they would just make it a toggle thing where people like Pastilli could just, no. Um, you know, sometimes like in the middle of a raid, you, you, you really can't do that. You know, it's, oh. it's so high stakes that they often have to end up muting their audio. They're trying to ruin the video. They're trying to ruin the, the stream. Maybe you could have a friends only voice over IP. But how, how do they do it now? How are they ruining his videos now? If, there isn't even this feature. I'm discussing Rust. Oh, Rust, Rust. Still, okay. yeah, Rust has that feature, the the voiceover where you, I, I, I've got a hotkey to T, but you know, it's it's PC gaming, but you know, I press T and now, and it's it's pretty cool, you know, it's it's like real life yelling, you know. So if you're close, you hear me really well, and as you get farther away, it slowly becomes this fairly <laughs> audible thing. So like you can hear people screaming, help, help. And we'd be like, someone needs our help, boys. And we literally ride our horses in to mm -hmm. go like help some poor guy with a bow and arrow who's being harassed by like three bigger kids with crossbows. And you know, it's that's the greatest game that's ever been made. I'm telling you, some of the experiences I've had in that game, like some of the you make your own fun. The game is as fun as you make it. And, Dude, you know, nobody is streaming Russ. There's only five thousand people watching the whole category. I thought it would be more popular than that. Oh, it used to be. That's that's surprising. Yeah, that's that's horrible numbers. That's um, yeah. that's the danger of getting attached to a particular game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, Although it seems like League of Legends is always in the top. Yeah. League of Legends and Grand Theft Auto Five roleplay are two that are always in that top category and just chatting. COD I mean, had a yeah. few lean years, but I feel like you could have been riding the COD wave since. 2009 to 2020. You know, Syndicate's always yeah. pulling but big it seems numbers. Seems to be slowing down. Yeah, big AAA not. titles like that are are are, are going to be a pretty good mainstay. They're going to have like lean periods, but they're going to hold out. Rust is so niche. I don't know why Rust is doing so poorly right now. I wonder.
I wonder if Woodycraft I mean, would have had a like we I never even considered a weekly reset or make it, you know, a two weekly reset or something. Like we used to reset every it was every six months, but we had two servers, so it was kind of every three, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh I wonder if players would have enjoyed that. The the way we did it with every three, every time we reset, there were some significant changes, you know, new gameplay mechanics, new things to buy, new new like it it was notable to people who were experts in the game. But if you reset every week, that expectation would be different. You know, it's the same thing, right? We'd put the copy back. I yeah, wonder... maybe some minor, like, tweaks to, like, resources and such. If we're t still talking about Rust, you know, I'm not as versed in, in Minecraft stuff. I preferred the week cycle because we were learning the game for, for so long. It's such a... It's so hard to learn that game. There's so much to learn. I mean, it's more than more than Tarkov, and I'm aware of how much there is to learn in Tarkov. It's it's outrageous with the ammo types and everything. There's multiple ammo types in in uh, in Rust, and you have to craft each bullet. So it's like you don't you don't purchase those bullets. You're making them. Yeah. You're crafting every everything that you have in that game. Um, you you find like one, and you're like, oh, we have one <laughs> now. Now we can research it. And so you expend a resource to quote unquote learn the ability to craft more of the item. In doing so, you destroy that item. So, like, you find your first AK 47, you spend 750 scrap, which is, is a lot of scrap, by the way. If you hit a barrel and spend like 30 seconds hitting a barrel, you might get five, five scrap. And you need 750. And, and that's so much time. So much time. <laughs> that's so, that's, so, and keep in I'm mind, this is like this. This, and keep in mind, no, this is just not to research the AK-47. There are about fifteen different items that all cost seven hundred fifty scrap that you really do need to get researched. Everything from certain building materials that are you, you know armored wall uh, that that's not required. Um, everything from like a face mask it, instead of a helmet, you have like a ballistic face mask. So if you get shot in the face, it most bullets will ricochet off. Cool. Every piece of your armor has to be researched the same way. All of your weapons, the optics for your weapons. Like you'll find a sniper rifle, but you don't have a goddamn scope. There's only two scopes in the game, and they're hard to find. See, that's this seems so much more frustrating than rewarding, the way you're when describing you, it. When you get it, there, there, there's like huge amounts of like boredom, and then like, <laughs> like, 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 I say boredom. Every little like like you'll go outside the base dressed up literally like an Indian or something with like primitive gear and a pickaxe and maybe like a revolver like a six shooter and and you're being careful with your bullets because they're expensive so maybe you got mm -hmm. maybe you got sixteen enough to reload once and at first you're like if I die who cares but after thirty minutes of hitting like stone ore or sulfur ore and like doing that for that's thirty minutes of your time have been invested yeah. into what's in your backpack. If I die now, I lose 30 minutes of my time and all of the shit I, I brought out with me and all the shit I've acquired. So slowly the tension gets ramped up higher and higher Man. and higher. You know what I do when I want a gun in Red Dead Redemption 2? Is I go to the gun store <laughs> and I buy the gun that I like and then I don't spend any time hunting around. People, Some people are even saying like, hey, you should go in the woods with your bow and hunt and get rare pelts. Give a fuck about rare, rare pelts, pelts in a in a you know, and if I was playing this not on stream, that might be something I could autistically do is get really into pelt trading, but <laughs> not this way. You like, look like a pelt you, trader. I, I do look a little you bit. You do like, have a little pelt a little with a coonskin and cat cat. Yeah. <laughs> Please Dude, get a coonskin cat for your stream. Go to Amazon and start cosplaying as your guy. 
Dude, I'd love to see you in like a moccasin um like like vest. And then the entire stream I talk like this. Dude. I play an Indian character. Dude, can yes. you do a female Indian character? Because I like where we're headed. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my the only way I know. <laughs> Very clipped. Consonants I gotta stop talking short. about Rust. I, I want to play now. I, uh, you try help? try Red Dead if you're looking for something more casual that you don't have to jump in with both I'm not feet. Looking for something casual. I don't like casual games. Who are you I like games that you Taylor? invest huge chunks of time into. You don't like being able to rob trains and then your compatriots who are also evil are telling you that you're going overboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, honestly, there ain't like, like, Arthur, there's no reason to harm any. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> when I die, I want it to hurt. Like I want to care when I die, and when no, I win, I want, I want to be just just thrilled. I want to be exuberant. Post, like like post raid in Tarkov. Like if you're if you go in there and you kill Glucar and all of his boys, and your backpack's full of full of high end gear, and you've killed two or three players and two or three scab bosses. Or, or bodyguards, you're pumped. When you start sliding all that expensive gear into your inventory, into your different boxes, organizing it, you're like, oh, yes, sir, that was a win as you drag each little thing into your inventory. I, and I you totally, I get it. I get it. It's just the way you guys talk about those games, so time intensive. And those little fleeting moments, like... They, Tarkov is not fleeting. Tarkov, you, Tarkov you're going to have a blast every... I mean, the time between games, if you've got... So some people aren't good at, at managing time in Tarkov. And, like, you'll go on a raid, you'll go you'll go in, play for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, but you might die in the first five five minutes. And so you're just sitting there waiting on your friends to get out. So when, when it's time to go again, it takes me two, three minutes, like, 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 to get the shit into my inventory and be like, all right, I'm in the lobby. Send me an invite. Let's go. All this dilly dallying. I don't like dilly dallying people. I struggle with that socially sometimes. You know, like it, yeah, I get my shit together. I want to be back in a game. Uh, I feel like if I'm streaming, it's better for the stream. If uh, even if I'm not streaming, like oh, I'm trying to play, no one ranks up in their hideout. Like let's get this shit going, and just be like, oh, hey, you know, hey, just so you know, everyone's in the lobby but you. Just, yeah, what I, I think you that for no reason. I'm realizing now that I would, you guys would not like it if I played these games with you because I'm <laughs> the other way where it'd be like, just a, who gives a fuck about the score? Let's talk to the chat for like whatever it is. Like, no, it's see, it's different back. though. Like, like, well, you you would either get on board or you would have to go. But, but like, <laughs> like, at first, you know, like, like I always understand if somebody's brand new to the game. Like, I'm happy to explain every nuance, every little little thing to them. Mm -hmm. But if you're one of the guys that I've been playing with for a year, like. Dude, where are you right now? You're in your hideout installing light bulbs. Like, like we're ready to fucking go. Like, like we're ready to fucking go. We're all waiting. Let's go. Let's let's knock out ten raids bulbs. tonight. Let's go. Yeah. The other frustration that not uh, not like <laughs> you click a button and it's all done. We're, oh, that's good. Did you go too deep into Tarkov? There's another <laughs> thing, right? Let's, let's say Kyle has a mission where he needs to kill ten AI scas with a silenced weapon, right? So I don't have that mission. Kyle gets to kill these things. They're a little, they're not too bad. Once you play the game for a while, Kyle kills these things. If I run ahead and shoot them and be like, what could I do? They were shooting at me. Woody, stop it. You know the score. We all agreed to this. Stop running in front of everyone. So now Kyle has to run at Mach 1 to be ahead of five people, to be, or be the first of five people, to be the first guy, to, or else everyone takes that 
I'll play solo. I don't need this shit. I play solo to, to get missions like that done. It makes me insane. Woody gets a little hot under the collar. That's not even true. I don't. I, I don't say a word. But he's I, getting a little hot under the collar because because I, I said he got a little hot under the collar. Uh, because you lied about me. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a couple guys a little hot under the collar. Look, 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 look. If I'm hot under the collar and I don't say any words out loud, that doesn't count. That's how that's how it works. That's what being hot under the collar is. Well, I didn't know that, so that doesn't count also. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but and and this, you know, well, I'll just shoot him in the legs. Oh, whoopsie daisy, killed him. Yeah, no kidding. Because shooting people kills them in this game. That's how it goes. Uh, yep, yep. I, you know, I, I don't mind that shit so much no. um, with the taking of the scabs. Like, I'm, I'm never in too big of a rush to like get all the. You're tasks not really done. a quester, a task guy. Ah, uh, last time I was, I kind of rushed through them all. Not mm. all, obviously. I didn't, I didn't care about the cap. Like, I, like I, fetch I, quests are more like, hey, you have to defeat yes. the the Bingham gang over on uh, it's, Pike Peak. Or it's it's every it's everything from go find this key, go open this truck, find the bronze pocket watch in it. Good job and get to, out alive. Yeah, to to like some of them are like kill tens AI on this map with this gun while wearing See, this that's hat. Fun. That that's kind of fun. Right. Yeah, summer I fun, mean, some of the half, part, half oh. part seems annoying. Yeah, so often it's like, "Hey, come underprepared to a gunfight and win fifteen times doing that," and you're like, "Ah, okay, if I have to." Um, but that I don't mind so much. Some mm -hmm. are like, "Hey, learn this little aspect of the game." I'm talking about the gunsmith quest, and yes. uh, and that I appreciate. I like what it forced me to learn, so that's cool. Other ones like, "Hey, get this pocket watch from here." They forced me to learn a map. I think that's really cool. What I dislike is the RNG tasks. When they say, Woody, find three flash drives in raid and escape with them. We're not telling you where they are. Hey, look, there's like a tenth of a percent of a chance they're on a computer. And good luck. So you just play again and again and again. Some lucky fools find two in one raid. It's one in a million. Not only have I never found a flash drive, but no one I've ever played with has found a flash drive this wipe. Like, while I was there. The fact that you've never found one suggests that perhaps you don't know what they look like. Oh, you're adorable. No, I know what they look like. I know where their most common spawns are, which is by the guitar on the tent on the western side of Dorms 3. And... Um, Where's the other spot? Oh, in the tr in the blue van, also on dorms by the factory area. I know mm -hmm. that they spawn in front of computers. They are so rare now. I have checked five or six hundred computers so do, far. Do you think they make it intentionally rarer at the beginning yes. after oh, a wipe so that they incentivize people staying on? That oh, it's sense, right? I mean, I mean, they will tinker with the with spawn rates of things a little bit mm -hmm. mid wipe, but like in general, these things are just very hard to find. I. And not I, I want to say I that last time them? around, I, I, played, I cr everyone I've played like it's been in. No one has ever found one in a group while I was there. Ever. That's crazy. Yeah, you play a lot of customs. Oh no, no, no. that's not true. That, I find that, them on shoreline. Okay, I've been I've been looking for them mostly. Well, customs because there's some the, the spawns there. The one by the guitar in the tent and the and the yeah. one by the in the blue van are supposed to be super common, like so common they're almost guaranteed to be there. Zero percent chance in my time, in my experience. Maybe somebody's beating you there. Oh no! You can tell if it's opened or not. You can Shit. tell if the door that's is open. You can tell if the computer's been searched. All right, so that's one part. Oh of no! It. Well, and well, then it won't be in the computer. 
they're in front. Don't tell me, I, Kyle. I know. I, I've, well, I've, I'm just saying you can't tell. I have about 1,800 hours in this game so far. <laughs> I know what a flash drive looks like. Well, you're saying you've never found one. I, I'm, I'm this just... wipe. Okay. Um, and then uh, uh, oh, and then on <laughs> interchange, there's like I don't know 25 computers, so you can check them. Yeah, you know, it's like a hive. Uh, you, you don't waste a ton of time with checking all those computers. No one has ever seen one in a raid where I've been present. Yeah, I um. I found a good bit of them on Shoreline in the administration's building. Um, there's that little second floor office where there's about four, maybe five PCs. And literally probably every fifth raid I find one. Like, like, Have you found any of this wipe? I haven't played a lot of Shoreline this wipe. Hmm. So I don't know. I've only played maybe two or three games there, and I have not found one there. The community um, this, is complaining about it. People are making YouTube videos about how to finally find this. I watched the guy, he's like... I searched a thousand computers and never saw one. Good God. And, uh, you know, so then I started playing customs, going to these areas of the tent and the, and the van. And, uh, you know, he's like, so I would just I'd go in, I'd check those two places, I'd get out. Run through after run through after run through. He's not killing anything. He's not looking for anyone. He's, he's not even really playing the game. He's just getting run throughs, checking these spots again and again and again, trying to find them. And I guess he eventually did. I, on God. the other hand, upgraded my hideout so I could start crafting them. I was about to say, like, yeah, you know, I finished get that workbench. It's either Intelligence Center or Workbench. I don't recall. I'm sure you know. Intelligence um, Center 2. And uh, and I've done it. Now there's there's actually two tasks that require it. One's from Jaeger and one's from maybe Skier or Peacekeeper. Whatever. Yeah. They're all done. But uh, I still, I've never seen one in Raid. And no one I've ever been with has seen one in Raid. Yeah. They are easy to, like, pass over. I've seen people pass over them. Like, I've I've always got to, like, make myself look. Cause they're just sticking out of the computer. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. But in my case, that's why I'm there. Oh, I hear you. I, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever played to still gaming, different game though? Have you guys ever played a game called dead by daylight? No, but I've watched a, a fair amount of it on YouTube and on fun. Twitch. Yes. And uh, there's some expertise. I, bought it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. They're there. That's the one where like, it's, it's kind of like a graphic horror movie. And mm -hmm. uh, maybe one guy plays the murderer and oh, five or yeah. six sort of run. And I think you need to kill him a couple times. Like you hang him up before you really finish him. Yeah, I, I've watched a good bit of gameplay from that. It's it's kind of silly. Um, you, you, it's like mm. horror movies. It's, it's so, so it's like the killers from horror movies and it's settings from horror movies like, you know, the the camp, like the kids camp or like the the foggy neighborhood, like Nightmare on, M Nightmare on Elm Street style. I think you do like Freddie, Jason, and maybe Michael Myers, and I'm sure they've added a bunch. I think I read that it was there was a lot of pay to win or microtransactions maybe mm. uh, in, in that game. Oh, I, there's not a single player mode of it. No. Oh, I thought there was a single player mode. And I not was just that I know. I, I mean, maybe there is, but what's popular is that a human being is controlling the serial killer. And yeah. he's he's rather slow, but he's sort of unstoppable, just like the killers in like horror movies. And you and like three of your friends or something like that are trying to escape him and trying to run away and sort of home alone style hitting him, you know, trying to slow him down. <laughs> That's and hurt a great him. way to describe hurt. it. Home alone yeah. style. I, I, light bulbs on the floor. I haven't played much. it. I've only watched it. But it's my understanding that every serial killer has his own like special ability to help him get the best of these other people the wraith i think i have this right he can turn invisible and move quickly so like if i'm the bad guy and you're the, trying to stay alive i can turn invisible pop up right behind you but then i ring a bell and go into slow mode when it's time to kill you and you can see me 
So like you start darting away when you get warned and it it seems pretty well balanced. Uh, of course, the guys on Twitch who stream it are usually really good at it. Yeah, it's I'm a real sure. cat and mouse type scenario, but it's multi. What I've always seen was multiplayer. I If it has a single player, I'm completely unaware of it. Uh, but but you could jump in as a solo and treat it like it's single player. Oh, and it was more like it, it helps me to learn games and figure it out if there's like a story mode first or something where it's just that you. ain't happening. Yeah, no, okay. No. Well, I guess I'll just, yeah. Maybe you're that would be like trying to learn the story of Call of Duty and Team Deathmatch. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe the, so. it might. Sometimes my chat's really helpful. You know, I'll spawn into a map and it, oh, can, what's take that me, like? <laughs> it can take me like 15 <laughs> seconds to orient myself. I'm like, guys, am I headed towards the gas station? And they, you know, they come through and tell me. My chat will lock on to the first misleading lie that someone says in chat <laughs> in response and they will all parrot it. Like I, I was, I saw a prostitute twice in Grand Theft Auto Five because I came back from going pee and I was like, "All right, what are we doing now? Oh yeah, we're gonna start the next mission. I need to go to uh, Trevor's house so I can meet up and get the shotgun or whatever it was." And they're like, "No, dude, you have to hit, you have to hit up the hooker place first. You have to go to the strip club and get a hooker first, get a blowjob." And I was like, "That's fucking weird." And, I, I, and then, I, I just, "Are you guys fucking with me? Are you fucking with me?" And at that point, there's like 700 people like, "No, you got to do it. You got to fucking do it." You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. <laughs> and so I go there and I do it. And then they're like, "I call people like, ha ha ha, you're not allowed to just get blowjobs on Twitch on uh, GTA. That's terms of service. You you can only go there if it's integral to the mission." And I was like, "But I was fooled. I was, <laughs> I, was I was fooled into this." And then I accidentally hit X instead of B. And I got myself a second blowjob. That's a ridiculous rule. So you can get the blowjob if it's integral to the mission. Or the strip club. That's what they said. Or I, I was reading through the terms of service and it's like, all right, if you just want to go into the GTA 5 strip club and sit there and watch for no reason, they don't like that. No, thank you. But if it's like, you got to go in there and murder all the strippers and steal the ah. gold watches. If you're allowed to do that, that's totally fine. So you're you're allowed to sit there with your titties out and paint them as long as as long as it is integral to the story. But you can't just no, you can actually just pull your titties out regardless. That's right. Yes. What am I missing? Taylor. Oh, you're a man. I really want you to play (laughs) one of those Pornhub games they advertise on the side. I've never bought one. But it seems like there'd be all kinds of shit integral to the mission there that would be hilarious. Dude, that, that is, if I won the lottery tomorrow and never had to work again or potentially rely on streaming for some income, I would absolutely stream porn games. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That'd be. I mean, I already told you guys my idea. I, I, I ordered a slide whistle off Amazon. I ordered a recorder. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try and ruin the ASMR category. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because like the biggest people in there like only get like a thousand viewers. Like if it's me fucking around, I can pull that. And <laughs> so that would be but also like I don't know how, how Twitch would look at it. That's that's the new thing. Like I gotta, you know, I, so I like the yeah. way you're thinking, Taylor. I like that you're hitting it hard. It's cool. Hitting it hard, coming up with ideas. I like I I had no idea like how much shit you could just do on Twitch. Like I've been watching 60 days in and just yeah. like every couple minutes when something retarded happens, you pause it, make some jokes and then play it. So be honest. And it's like do you enjoy every second of it or sometimes at the end of the episode you turn off the the lights and you're like all right, now I can decompress. 
I try not to keep myself going with it like after I would naturally want to stop because then I feel like I don't want to turn like if it ever became a job, it would be a job. Like I see motherfuckers like Destiny on there 10 hours a day. Sometimes it's crazy. But like at this point in time, like if I'm really bored and not feeling it, I'm not popular enough that I can put out shitty tier content. And so I'll end it. I'd rather have no content out there than shitty, boring me being lazy content. But for the most part, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy it. The only time like I'll kind of not enjoy it is if like I'm four and a half hours, five hours into playing Red Dead or Grand Theft Auto or whatever. And it's like 11 and I'm ready to go to bed. And then someone will gift like 10 subs and then I'll be like, oh, damn it. I was planning to stop in like the next two minutes, but I'm going to look like a real dick and I'll feel like a dick if I don't go for like at least another half hour after that guy. It's kind of how I, I see it. How about Ooh. you? It goes both ways. You know, sometimes it's not even about streaming. It's about the game. It's like ugh, Tarkov giveth and Tarkov taketh away. And sometimes it takes and takes and takes. And I'm like, I, I just want to stop. I just want to yeah. stop. Like, this isn't getting better. Chael Sonnen describes this like it happens to fighters. You know, they're, they're four rounds in. 20 minutes of this fight hasn't gone their way. They know exactly how the fifth round is going. I mean, they're hoping for the best, but Jesus, they answer the bell wishing that they didn't have to. And sometimes that's how I feel in Tarkov. It's like, oh, I feel a little wobbly. There sure is a lot of room in the stash now, and uh, it's been a hard one. So that's a plus. <laughs> Have, did you see that Dana, um, I guess it leaked, and then Dana confirmed the location of Fight Island? I, I know Abu Dhabi, and I've Fight seen the, the like people have theorized like, exactly which island it is. Yeah, it's Yaz Island. Um, he did an interview earlier today. Oh, he confirmed and, it. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to do... Um, a main card there and then like three fight weeks um, in a row. And at the end of the interview, interview, he goes, oh, and yes, there is an octagon on the beach. I was just like, yes, yes. That's going to be so cool. I want Bruce Buffer to, to dress up like Raiden or something like that. I, I, I'm really excited for Raiden? to see them fight. Up, I like you the know, Raiden from- idea. I personally had him in more of a, I don't know, what, what are the shirts called with the flowers on them and the, like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Oh, no, I want to go with the Mortal Kombat theme. Oh, because of the Fight Island. Dude, mm-hmm. that would... I, I, so I like your idea more than mine. I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Fight... To me, I look, I know nothing about viruses and such. From what I can tell, it's not so much that COVID-19 went away. It's that we all got tired of its shit and decided to ignore it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm right on this or not, but that, that's been my general impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you there. It, the and and I was picturing and like... It, it goes away. I was picturing like, you know, because I'm stupid, I was picturing fucking Gilligan's Island or something where like you could... Oh yeah, there's the other side. It's an established island resort that is like <laughs> very populated with like up here at hotels and casinos and shit. And, but, but they are going to have 10 square miles that is just them. With their own hotel, with their own fighting areas, um, like facilities, and, uh, and is it is it gonna be a? Per- I initially I thought Fight Island was a measure to combat COVID, which almost isn't needed anymore. Like you know, basketball's returning, uh, ice hockey's returning, etc. Uh, the UFC's kind of going again, no crowds, but 
Do they need yeah, they a got, fight island? I don't think they need it, but I think it's going to be a huge ratings boon. I'm 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 all about seeing um, them fight on the beach, presumably outdoors. I don't know. I, I hope so for the aesthetic of Mortal Kombat. Um, I'm all about it, and the fighters are excited for it too. So this is I think it'll get more views. I oh so when when somebody makes content and you consume that content, you're always like, yeah, you should do that. Hey guys, I'm thinking of cutting off all my hair and tattooing something profane under under it. <laughs> Dude, cool. That'd be fucking funny. Do it, do it. Right? I have nothing invested. I don't have any skin in the game. I'm just gonna watch you make a fool out of yourself. That's kind of how I feel about Fight Island. Dana White's like, hey, I think we're gonna invest a hundred million dollars. We're gonna build this facility out there, hotels, this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. If it doesn't work, just go back to Vegas. I have yeah. no skin in the game. That I think Fight Island will flop. I could be wrong. Happens all the time. But I think that fighters traveling to Abu Dhabi to fight will be an unpopular thing. Maybe there's Oh, everybody's everybody's so excited to do it. Like, like oh, yeah, everybody now they are. I think it'll be a fad. Oh, I don't think it's gonna go on forever or anything. It's a big investment. Mm-hmm. Ah, or is it? We'll see. I, I don't know. I, God knows what deal they made with uh, with the the, uh, no, the royals no. of Abu Dhabi, right, no, or, or no. whoever to like to to do the whole thing. There's probably the it's probably going to be like UFC 251, brought to you by Abu Dhabi Resorts and Casinos. Come to beautiful Abu Dhabi. We don't have the plague here. Here's my prediction. Uh, part of the negotiation involves Khabib fighting there. Khabib is the most popular Muslim athlete on planet Earth, and They've Abu Dhabi. I'm sorry. They've announced the card, so maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they haven't announced all the. I mean, it's not a one-time thing. Mm. Uh, I bet they get Khabib on Fight Island because that's huge in the Middle East. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, but it's not like they're putting butts in seats anywhere. I, I forgot Let's all the see, things that I bought yeah. for my my stupid ASMR plan stream, and so I went back to my Amazon Got purchase history. It was like, uh, oh, I, mean, I got to buy a kazoo and maybe a, uh, a harmonica. But I spent <laughs> on this order $60. I was drunk this past weekend. And it's just in my head, this idea no. is hilarious. I bought, I bought a novelty metal clown horn. <laughs> I bought a shilling wood style whistle toy. A slide. I bought a beginning wooden recorder and a Casio SA-76 44 key mini personal keyboard <laughs> piano that I can play notes. I don't know how that one snuck in. That was 40 of the $60. <laughs> why, the, why the hell did I buy that? <laughs> when, so now, I, now I'm committed. I got to do the ASMR stream. When we first had Hope, uh, we had kids, but we had kids before most of our friends did. We were just like 12, 18 mm -hmm. months ahead. And they were buying us the worst fucking toys. Like, you know, hey, here's a home DJ noisemaker. Here's a little <laughs> drum set. My first drum set. They were like, my first drum set. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> obviously trolling us. <laughs> She's like oh, 18 look. months old. Just my bang. first switchblade. <laughs> Lil Tyke's air horn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> the, that that stuff here's I don't. Just, here's a bag of marbles. <laughs> <laughs> the worst though were things that were big, right? Like like, yeah. hey, for 1995, we found a little tent for your living room. Thanks. That's the aesthetic I always wanted—a tent in my fucking living room. Yeah. You know, I always thought instead of a coffee table there, how about kind of a pig pen? <laughs> <laughs> how about that? 
How about uh, we do that instead? And they can just shit and piss in there. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, this just in. What? Cops was canceled. No. How? They it's got defunded. Filming... Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey. Are you serious? You really canceled cops? What about, isn't it Live PD, what it's called now? Or is that a different show? That's entirely? a completely different show. Um, yeah, I feel well, like the you look at cops through a whole new lens now, right? The whole rushing in, pushing people over and cuffing them. It used to be like, yeah, get them. That changed in the last couple of weeks for some reason. I can't pinpoint. I don't know. Still pretty entertaining when they have to like tackle a meth head who's running around naked. That's it's good content. It is good content. It's a live yeah. stream idea. Write it down, Taylor. That's it. Tackling That's it. meth Three heads. Naked people running around. Taylor, you'd be good at tackling meth heads. I feel right, like you're right born after for sixty this. days in. That's what I'm fucking doing. Just grab your old hockey mask and blocker and go for some meth that, heads. You gonna tell me funny. St. Louis doesn't have any? I have all my hockey stuff in my my garage right now, and it has not been worn in ten years, and so it is just, and it still somehow smells. I There's, believe you. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are things living in there that science hasn't discovered yet. Taylor, I can one up lots you of actually. Spiders. For the fitness challenge, <laughs> I bought some new hockey gear. Uh, it doesn't oh, nice. smell, and it's literally never been worn. So take that. <laughs> well, as soon as this COVID shit's over, you can pop back to the rink. In theory, I don't know. It's. It, Nah, you'll have fun. You'll do it. Like you'll you'll get a wild hair up your ass one day where you're like you'll have a memory of a really crisp pass you made or received. You'll just have that kind of feeling because I still get that where it's like, damn, I remember making that exact save and how good that felt. When like your whole team is like, oh, we all fucked up royally and you saved us. Like that felt good and you want to relive that. And then you get out there and realize you're fat and slow. Yeah, and that's <laughs> you're not making those saves anymore. That's the challenge. Like like I, here's my problem. There were people, there were actually some guys who were pretty effective, but we had other guys at my age, you know, 47 playing. And it's like, uh, I really wish they wouldn't. You know, we're <laughs> all out here, 29 years old, trying to win games. And here's your old ass, like hanging out with the team. I'm not even calling you a player anymore. You're just a guy who hangs out with our hockey yeah. team. Uh, and, and now uh, at 46, you're like, I want to join whatever team where it's a bunch of 23 year old guys. Or a bunch of nineteen-year-olds. I'll bring the beer. I don't even drink it. <laughs> I want the athletic young team. <laughs> I, so I was at my peak. I was uh, I was MVP of a B league, and in mm -hmm. the A league, average below average. Right. That that that's, that's that was the best version of me. Uh, now I'm like, maybe is there a C league? There aren't even D leagues around here. But if they, just put me in the worst league, where a guy who can actually like make a tape to tape pass even if it's slow is valued right yeah there has oh, to you, be you would do so much easier here than where you are in north carolina like there's a million billion leagues and ranks around here like it, it's oh. so easy to find i had it on the other side like i feel like north carolina there's a handful of rednecks who never played in high school right who never mm -hmm. no i didn't either but like you know like there are people here who just took up hockey because I don't know. They watched some Canes games and got into it and don't have any organized experience. Oh, yeah. You don't want to play in like the A League here because I like, don't want to play in the D League in Boston. Will like pop in. Yeah. We get those two. Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm just here. And it's like, yeah, I get it that you're 60, but you can still hit it 105 miles an hour. So <laughs> down. It's please. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like you see it. They're, 
they, usually they're just warming up, taking slap shots when I notice them. And it's like, oh, his slap shot is different. Look at how, okay, a couple things I've noticed. One, it goes the same place every time. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Two, it's hard and flat and fast every time. You know, like, like I'll hit a slap shot and a couple of them are kind of knuckleballs, right? This guy just zooming saucer in the same spot every time. And when they skate, uh, probably a non-hockey player doesn't get this, but it makes a different sound as it like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell that, you know, you know, the Chad versus the Virgin meme where it's just a little. From the people. Just when someone's good, just tearing into the ice. It's like they're more running on the ice to get started, whereas the slow guys are like, all right, let me get going. And then there's also like. I've seen this where, you know, it'll be some NHL guy and they're, it's never, or Al McKinnis is an exception, but it's usually not an NHL guy that was an all-star in the NHL. It's usually a guy who like barely got in and mm-hmm. barely maintained it. And you'll see him like shooting like slap shots on a regular goalie. And you'll be like, damn, that guy's shooting hard. And then the goalie will skate out of the net to like take a little drink of water and the net will be open. And then you see the NHL are actually start shooting on the net. And you're like, oh my God. That's so scary. And this was the this guy lasted seven games in that league. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. Oh, that's what pitching is like when somebody when you actually see a fastball when Mm -hmm. when what you thought was a fastball turned out to be a breaking ball, and then they throw a fastball and you're like, all right, this isn't my career. (laughs) I uh, I saw you make the motions and I heard it hit the glove. Um. What happened in between? <laughs> Do you have a middle part too? Because I have a middle part. If you ever see somebody throw fucking 90 miles per hour, it's it's so goddamn scary. I mean, you've seen paintballs. Paintballs are go. what is it in feet per second? Oh, like 300, I, to, I think, right? Yes, yeah, 300 feet per second. I'm trying to convert that to miles per hour. I used to be able to do it. Uh, I wish I could make the comparison. In any case, the, the fucking ball's moving real goddamn fast. It's uh, 204 miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. Half that, but still. Yeah. (laughs) He's not even in the NHL. His name is Martin Furk, F R K. No vowels in his last name. (laughs) That's scary. Every once in a while, Martin Furk will get brought up into the NHL. And his main skill set is he has the hardest shot ever recorded, slap shot. He's not good at defense. He's not good at back checking. He's not that skilled of a forward, but he can shoot the puck 110 miles an hour. And so there are just whole videos of him where it's like, and they pass it back to Martin Furk, takes the shot, goes wide, and Stevens is down. (laughs) He's down. He is not coming back. They're bringing out a straight. And there's just whole things that where they're just teeing up Martin Furk, and people are just like, like his own team members are just trying to get out. Who's the the golfer who does that shit? The Billy Madison from the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts swinging. Yeah, dude. You ever hear of John Rocker? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. the wild thing. Am I wrong about that? Didn't they play it when he came on the field? I don't know what they played when John Rocker came on the field because the fans were booing so much and throwing batteries. Um, (laughs) John Rocker was a Braves pitcher. uh, A little bit racist. He could throw 
upwards of 102 miles per hour. I don't know if he could hit 105, but somewhere between 101 and 105 was was what he could throw. I want to say he was either a relief pitcher or a closer. Closer is my guess. And they were going to play the – I want to say they were playing the Yankees in the series, and he got interviewed by – I don't remember who, maybe New York Magazine, something like that. What do you think of New York? And he's just like – bunch of fags and queers and homos <laughs> and this and that on the subway and it's just a real sodom and gomorrah that needs to be burnt by god's mighty fury and finally he went off sense. <laughs> he went off well they made a tv show on hbo called eastbound and down and it's based on john rocker's life um oh, rules yeah yeah it's uh he 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 got cut not all that long afterwards but he was really fun to watch him come out because like his trademark thing is when he would get called out. It, like I don't know how much baseball you watch, but like the pitcher is is, is out of gas. He's lost his shit, mm -hmm. and it's time to call in for the closer. And the closer is in the bullpen, which is out in like left or right field. So he has to run across the field to the pitcher's mound, not from the dugout where all the other players are coming from. He's way out there. So they would like make the literal call to the bullpen. John Rocker would have the meanest mean face you've ever seen. And he wouldn't walk to the, to the mound. He wouldn't jog to the mound. He wouldn't run to the mound. He would sprint <laughs> to the mound with everything he had. He just looked like he was like a medieval warrior charging into battle. That guy's so awesome. mad. He's only it was, five. A lot of good years left in him. A lot. Of, he's, he doesn't live far from where my dad lives. Like, like my mom knows his, his dad. It's a, it's a we whole can't thing. Watch that. <laughs> I, know, I know. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna? <laughs> Woo! That guy got killed. Girardi's head nowhere near the net. <laughs> <laughs> but he fired it probably 105 miles an hour. Yeah, he. I think he missed a lot of games because he got concussed. I wonder if they're ever gonna wear cages or bubbles or something in the nhl they would revolt most of them say fuck that it helps dude this just got this guy just got shot in the fucking head if anybody's curious what we just looked at it's called lightning's girardi knocked out by slap shot it's on sportsnet's youtube channel hilarious well if you like brain damage and i, I was, watch a lot of ufc i just watched a player talk about it recently someone very good but i forget his name i'm sure you would know who he is Anyway, he was talking about, he's like, you know, first we wore this, then we wore like, the, the bubble or the cage, and then we took it off, and then we put it back on in college, and he's going through the whole thing, and he's like, I'm pretty sure if I wore it in the NFL, they'd chirp at me, but all of these guys came up through leagues where they wore this stuff. It's yeah. somewhat normalized for all of these guys. I think if they had to wear it, they'd be used to it. They'd spend a couple years in college or I don't think they wear it in juniors, but you know they they did probably at some point. It's it's a little multifaceted though because part of it is the league wants the marketing ability to put the people's faces out there, the players' right, faces, and then right. the other part is there are actual players like Ryan O'Reilly of the Blues who still refuse to wear the visor because he doesn't like it. I, so I his eyes just as out. a fan, what do you prefer? Like I want their, I, their help. I want their faces out there. Yeah, there you go. That's what you do then. Yeah, and I'm an, I'm a fan. So I think as a fan, a I don't much. want the goalie to wear a face mask, but that doesn't make it a good idea. I, they should. Teams can't be. I think hockey would be better if they didn't wear any skates, too. Damn, you might be onto something. That's hilarious. No skates, tennis ball, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but still put ice. Them, put them in fucking. What, what would happen if they wore cleats instead and they sprinted on the ice? Man. Oh, my broken legs. Would they? 
I don't know. I, I used to play where I'm heading with this. Do you ever play Someone deck would hockey, Taylor? Side at a weird angle, and their leg would be sinked <laughs> into the ice, and it would just. Do you ever play no. deck hockey? Oh yeah, yeah. I played street hockey and and all that. Yeah, I played too, and uh, you did get bad knees and ankles and stuff sometimes. And uh, if you play the ball, you can step on it. It's a, a hazard you didn't expect. And it's mm. unfair. Well, you can step <laughs> on it by accident on. where you slide, and that's a problem. But yeah, also like it, if you're poking at the <laughs> the ball, and I just stand on it until I can get my ass in the way and then play yeah. it. That's super effective. <laughs> it does. That is very. That's good. Good defense. <laughs> <laughs> legal, but it's helpful. Did you uh, Did you watch the last UFC event, Woody? No, I was live streaming, and somehow it didn't capture my imagination. I I I, I watched it. Um, I was it, it was pretty fucking good. I thought, you know, Nunez and I'm a big Cody Garbrandt fan. I always have been. And I saw he was coming back. Taylor, if you want to watch this, this, this just happened uh, Saturday night. It's, it's Cody Garbrandt's uh, KO. Cody's been, uh, I think he'd lost three in a row yeah. and he's been out for like 14 months oh, or something wow. like that. Yeah. I didn't see uh, it going that way. I he like got the busted for steroids, right? Uh, yeah. He lost twice to EPO there with, uh, with uh, Dilla, TJ Dillashaw. Right, but he got caught by USADA. Am I wrong? Mm -mm. Yeah, no, no. Why did he wrong. take that long break? Uh, he had an injury, I want to say. Oh, I. Sorry, I'm looking this up. I know people. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, he he came back after all that time. Looked fat. So Cody Garbrandt fights at um 135 pounds. I want to say his, his real the, the cool thing about him besides his tattoos is he's fast as fuck like movie fighter fast like bruce lee fast and it's just really fun to watch him fight but in in recent history he's gotten like pissed off in the cage and then just gone ape shit and then gotten ko'd he also fought a fighter who was uh cheating and lost to that guy but he was former champ and he knocked this guy the fuck out and he was out, out. It wasn't one of those flash knockouts. He was fucked. He lost one of the rounds. I think he maybe lost the first round and did a little better in the second. Like, it was a competitive fight. But that guy's got thunder in his hands. And there's always a risk that... Oh, okay. Uh, there's always a risk that, um, that he ends the fight in a heartbeat. She's scheduling dinner. I'm doing a show, woman. I see that. <laughs> oh, no. We can wrap my my dinners. Ready. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna go finish off Jack Ryan. All right. Nice. Uh, PKN three hundred three. Yep.